from the upshot section of the New York Times. Know your risks, but meat still isn't the enemy. By Aaron E. Carroll. Smoking tobacco causes cancer. So does eating salted fish, drinking alcohol, breathing polluted air, and being exposed to the sun. All of these things are classified as cancer-causing by the World Health Organization. Now, processed meat has been added to that list, meaning that the world's attention has been focused on whether everyone should stop eating bacon, sausage, or various charcuterie. The short answer is no. You're probably fine. As with many pronouncements about food, this one is being overhyped by some news media outlets and potentially overinterpreted by scientists. I wrote about red meat back in March, focusing mostly on the cardiovascular risks rather than the cancer risks. But I still highlighted and discussed some key studies, including one that found that eating meat, especially processed meat, was associated with increased cancer and mortality in people aged 50 to 65. As I said, it also found that the opposite was true in people over 65 years, but that gets mostly ignored. Based on epidemiologic data like these, 700 studies on red meat and cancer and 400 more on processed meat, the International Agency for Research on Cancer felt comfortable making the declaration that processed meat causes cancer, and that red meat probably causes cancer. The specific meta-analysis of cohort studies they cited for their relative risk point estimate of 1.18 was published in PLOS One in June 2011. As Jeffrey Cabot pointed out, it's worth noting that 25 years ago, the IARC ruled that coffee was possibly carcinogenic. Despite the huge amount of evidence to the contrary that has been published since, the agency has not changed its position. In fact, of the 985 substances the IARC has classified, only one has been labeled probably not carcinogenic to humans. I've written before about the dangers of making assumptions about causes from observational studies. My review of the literature and that of the experts at the IARC use the same data. We just reach different conclusions. I also find it hard to ignore the fact that randomized controlled trials do exist. The polyp prevention trial failed to show any effect of a low-fat, high-fiber fruit and vegetable diet on tumor recurrence, even after eight years of follow-up tests. The Women's Health Initiative, which involved almost 50,000 women, also could not show that a change in diet reduced the risk of colorectal cancer after more than eight years. The WHO's announcement makes trials like these much less likely to occur in the future, even though they haven't shown meat to be harmful. After all, if the WHO has declared that processed meat causes cancer, how can we ethically randomize people to eat it? But let's take the WHO officials at their word that an actual link exists between processed meat and cancer. What's missing from the discussion is any talk about the magnitude of that risk. The IARC delivers an opinion only on whether a link exists, not on how strong it is. 
That's how tobacco smoke, an unequivocal and large risk, can be lumped in with alcohol, which probably has some benefits and a rather small risk. The same goes for the sun, which surely can cause skin cancer, but which isn't something anyone would tell you to avoid altogether. The IARC published that for each 50 grams of processed meat eaten daily, the risk of colon cancer goes up by 18%. That sounds scary, but that's a relative risk increase. What we really need to know is the absolute risk increase. I went to the National Cancer Institute's colorectal cancer risk assessment calculator and plugged in all of my information. I had to say I'm 50, because it doesn't have risks for people younger than that. It determined that 50-year-old me has a lifetime risk of 2.7% of getting colon cancer. This means that if I buy what the WHO is saying, if I decided today to start eating an extra three pieces of bacon every day for the next 30